ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد قال الطيبين الطاهرين رسيم ومحية الله تدربين جل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات المعك وأكرمني من الفاح اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن أمينك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين We continue our discussion about different ways Satan gets into our hearts based on the book Al-Mahattatul Bayba Fi Tahzib Al-Ihya and we said this is compiled by the late Mullah Muhsana Fayda Kashani based on the book Ihya Al-Muddin by Ghazali. So we already mentioned few things. We talked about greediness, al-hirs. We talked about hasad, jealousy. We talked about ghavab and shahwa, anger and appetites. We talked about excessive love for beautification and having beautiful furniture, you know, house, cars, this type of things. The next one is about eating too much. One of the ways that Satan can get power against us is to eat too much, even if it is halal food and it is your own money, everything is all right. But when you have excessive eating, that's a problem. So he says, One of the great gates for Satan to enter. It's not a you know, small gate. The great gate for Satan to enter is, Is to be full. It's a nice food, it's halal, it's uh, pleasant, yeah? But you should not eat too much. Why? Because When you eat too much, your lower desires, your appetites increase, and that can be used as weapon by shaitan. Shaitan has more control over people. Of course, he has no absolute control, but you know, can be more powerful against the people who have eaten too much, and therefore now they have more shahwa, lower desire. And you know, in the book Self-Development, when there's a section about practical instructions, so self-development. So I have mentioned one of the five major instructions of Muslim scholars is not to eat too much. You know, hunger is very powerful <coughs> if someone especially feels that is under great pressure for example, a person cannot 
get married or whatever, <coughs> fasting is very good, hunger is very good, but at least not to eat too much. Don't make your stomach full. So, Ash-Shahawat Aslahatu Shaytan. They are like weapons for shaitan. It has been said in uh, some collections of hadith. Of course, this hadith is mentioned by Ghazali and then Mullah Mohsen also repeats. It's from our Sunni brothers sources that Inna Iblis Zahara Yahya alayhi salam. Once Iblis, Satan, <coughs> manifested himself for Yahya, John the Baptist, mm -hmm. Yahya alayhi salam, the son of Zachariah. فَرَعَا عَلَيْهِمْ مَغَالِيقَ مِنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ Yahya alayhi salam saw that Satan has many locks. مَغَالِيق <coughs> is the plural form for مِغْلَاق. And Meghlaq is opposite to Miftah. Miftah, Mafati, wa indahu Mafati, Hulgay. So, Miftah is to open. Meghlaq is to close, to lock. Okay? So, it's like chains and locks. You know? <coughs> Satan has lots of chains. Uh, there is an interesting hadith that, in some sources, you know, has been quoted. Inna min al-nas mafatiha lil-shar magaliqa lil-khayr. There are some people that they have this, you know, uh, characteristic that when it comes to good, they close the gates of good coming to you. They block good. When it comes to bad, they open. They bring all the bad to you and they don't let any good come to you. They are like keys for bad. So they open all the keys, the bad, bad come to you. But they close good. So, Yahya alayhi salam saw Satan while Satan had on him many locks and like chains and you know this type of things فقال له يحيى عليه السلام يا ابليس ما هذه المغاليق it is interesting that يحيى عليه السلام realized that this is ابليس yeah it's important that he realized he said what are these locks قال هذه الشهوات التي أصبت بها بني آدم. These are the lower desires by which I can reach and hit children of Adam. Iblis keeps using بني آدم because he has problem with the father of all of us. So he keeps telling us, you know, children of Adam. So. He said, these are the things by which I can take them under my control and I can arrest them. Yahya alayhi salam said, فَهَلِّي فِيهَا شَيْءٌ 
among these things that you have to lock people and imprison people, arrest people, is there anything for me? So it's very moving. So he's a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Yahya. And you know, Yahya was a very special person, very pious, very pure, very innocent. So, Shaitan said, Rubama Shabirta Fathakalnaka Anis Salati Anis Dekr. Sometimes you eat, you ate too much, and then I made you feel heavy so that you couldn't say your Salat and remember Allah properly. So Yahya doesn't commit any sin. But Shaitan has this much hope that at least can make Yahya feel heavy, either delays his Salat or when he goes for Salat, he doesn't have that, you know, preparation and that readiness for talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> so Shaitan does his best to harm anyone as much as he can. Yahya said, so, is there anything else? Then Shaitan said, no. That's the only thing that I have managed to use against you. Then Qala Yahya, Lillahi alayya, Allah amla abatni, min ta'am abada. He said, for the sake of Allah, I will never fill my stomach. So he got the lesson. And Iblis says, وَلِلَّهِ عَلَيَّ اللَّهِ أَنْسَحَ مُسْلِمًا أَبَدًا And I swear by Allah that I'm not going to give any advice to anyone because they are going to use it <laughs> against me. So, you can even learn from shaitan and use against him. So, this is one of the gates of shaitan. Then, وَمِنْ أَبْوَابِهِ الْعَظِيمَةِ One of the great gates of shaitan to enter is when you have expectation from people to get something from them. You know, we have many hadiths about If you want to be pleased with people and you want people to be pleased with you, don't expect from them. Suppose your father is very rich, but you should not expect your father to help you. If you don't expect from your father, whether he gives you or not, you will be pleased. And also, when your father knows that you don't expect from him, he's pleased with you. Yeah? But if you expect from him, then you will never be satisfied. And also, he will be always worried. Why my son is expecting too much from me? So, we should not let our heart develop 
too much expectations from people. وَمِنْ أَبْوَابِهِ الْعَظِيمَةِ أَتَّمَعُوا فِي النَّاسِ To have expectation from people. Why? فَإِذَا غَلَبَ الطَّمَعُ عَلَى الْقَلْبِ When tamah, expectation, becomes dominant and takes over your heart, لَمْ يَزَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ يُحْسِنُ التَّسَنُّعَ وَالتَّزَيُّنَ لِمَنْ تَمِعَ فِيهِ Then shaitan keeps working. Says, okay, you want this person to help you or give you something, give you money, give you position. So you have to make yourself dear to him, lovable to him or her. Okay? Then riya comes. You want make to show up. Pardon? You try and make yourself dear to the Satan. No, no. There is a person or someone that you want to get from him something. You have expectations. But Shaitan says, you cannot just sit. You have to do something to draw his attention to yourself. So show off. And start flattering him. Say, you know, things that he doesn't deserve. So little by little, you lose your independence, you lose your integrity. You become just like a <coughs> puppet. Lam yazal shaytan yuhsinu tasannu'a wa tazayyun liman tami'a Shaytan keeps telling him, you should make yourself look better for that person. More attractive, draw his attention to yourself. Be'anwa'i riya'i wa talbis. With different types of riya showing off, different types of talbis. Talbis means to deceive, deception. <laughs> you know, some people who work in some offices, for example, you know, they do lots of things to make the head of the office happy. They invite him, his family, they, you know, give gifts, you know, they praise, they publish in newspapers, you know, uh, for example, congratulations, <laughs> just to get the attention of that person. <laughs> to the extent that that person that he expects to get from him becomes like his ma'bud as if he's going to worship him he's in a lord he keeps thinking, how can I make him love me? How can I make him, you know, respect me more? Then keeps trying every possible way to get him, you know, towards himself. The minimum that can happen is The minimum is to praise him for something that he has not had. Yeah? It says, you are the wisest manager. You are the most efficient, you know, I don't know, manager. And this person is just normal or less than normal. You know? 
to praise people when you know that they don't deserve it. And he tries to do mudahana. Mudahana comes from duhn. Duhn means oil. Okay, mudahana means like compromising about the truth by, you know, just trying to make things look nice on the surface. Mudahana. What do law tudhnu fayudhnun? So, if he's doing something wrong, he wouldn't say anything. Because he says, if I say you did mistake, then he would lose his interest in me. So, it's very important to be careful not to put our trust in anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not to have as much as possible tama expectations from people. Rely on yourself, your efforts, under Allah's, of course, provision. But uh, uh, there are some also cases that are different. For example, when it comes to parents or teachers, you know, some say, even to flatter is not bad for parents, you know? Because this is something, first of all, no matter how much you praise your parents, it's not enough, yeah? So even if you are not thinking that this is what they deserve, but as long as it's not an obvious lie, it's okay. Parents, you know, and sometimes, you know, teachers, that are different, but People who have money, people who have position, people that from dunya you are praising them, you know, this type of thing. Salim or Sulaim. Anna Iblis Tamathala Abdullah ibn Hanzala. Shaitan manifested himself. We have many stories about Shaitan in these pages. Abdullah ibn Hanzala. Waqal. Ya Ibn Hanzala, Ya Ibn Hanzala, Ihfaz anni shay'an u'allimuka. Learn something from me, memorize something. <coughs> I'm going to teach you one thing, remember. Qala Allah hajata li bih. He says, I don't need you to teach me. Shaitan said, Onlur. فَإِنْ كَانَ خَيْرًا قَبِلْتَ وَإِنْ كَانَ شَرًا رَدَتَ Shaitan said, don't rush. Listen to me. If it is good, take it. If it's not good, reject it. Then he said, يَبْنَ حَنْزَلَ لَا تَسْأَلْ أَحَدًا غَيْرَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا سُعَالَ رَغْبَةً Never ask anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for something in the way that you have raghbah in that person. You, you do it with eagerness and, you know, expectations from that person. You can ask questions, you know, sometimes you go to a doctor, ask for help, you go to a teacher, ask for guidance, you know. This type is not bad, but in the sense that, you know, please help me. 
you know, something that puts you in a bad condition and gives that person a, you know, boost. Vandor kaifa takun The second advice that Shaitan gave Hanzalawa, Ibn Hanzala was, when you are angry, watch yourself. Be careful when you are angry. So, don't expect from people, expect from Allah subhanahu wa you, and be careful when you become angry. So, Shaitan gave good advice to Ibn Hanzal, yes. Why he's giving these advice to his enemies? Is that Allah's blessing? Even coming through Shaitan? Because Shaitan also makes mistakes. <laughs> so it's Allah's blessing. His mistakes are Allah's blessing. Sometimes gives, you know, good advice, but because he is not in good mind at that time. Yes. The same question, yes. So he was giving for free. Father? He gave this advice for free. Yes. Maybe he's confident that he will swear him in any case. Another thing which is very important, can you guess one of the things that Shaitan tries against us and is one of the large and wide gates of Shaitan is to rush. To be impatient and rush without being considering all different aspects and dimensions of something. <clears throat> without establishing the fact, without being careful and thinking, you quickly make decision and say something, do something, go somewhere. Okay? قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم According to this hadith which is in Sunan al-Tirmidhi العجلة من الشيطان والتأني من الله عز وجل To rush is from shaitan and to take your time is from Allah Of course, you have to be distinguishing between two things. Sometimes you rush without being prepared, that's a problem. But sometimes you know that this is what I have to do and you do it quickly. This is good. Sare'u. If you, for example, you know that you have to come to class. If you can be here six o'clock, be six o'clock. If you can be five minutes, ten minutes before, it's good. Don't say, you know, I have to take my time at Ta'anni with Allah, so I come 15 minutes late. No. If you have already established what I have to do, then don't delay. Ajala is when you are impatient. You rush without thinking, without asking, without taking you know, advice from people. 
you want to, for example, choose a subject for a study, or you want to, for example, decide about marriage, about starting a business, about buying a house, befriending someone, you have to inquire, you have to <coughs> advise. Okay? So, to rush and to be impatient is one of the ways that shaitan can use against us, because this is where we can make mistakes. Okay? Especially many times this happens also in socio-political life. When you do something socio-political, you have to be patient. Many times, you know, people want to do things quickly. Or, you know, people tell them, you know, do it, do it, and they want to satisfy people, and they rush. You have to be making sure that it's the time. If you do it before the time comes, you may damage. And umuru marhunatun be'okata. Everything has its own time. If you do it earlier, it's a problem. I think it's a hadith, but I'm not sure. But I think it's a hadith, but I'm not sure. You can check. I can check. The, there is a problem also. I think in our mindset. Unfortunately, many of people who do good things, those who don't do good things, we are not concerned about them. But even the people who do good things, community work, charity work, educational work, good leaders, there is a problem. They want to do things that in their own life, they would see the fruits. <laughs> Many people, you know, they think I should do something that can soon bear fruits and I can see myself the fruits. And this is sometimes very unwise because this means that we never do anything great. Short For example, I want to establish a community center a mosque, Islamic center for our community in a town. Sometimes I say, okay, I have to do something that while I am still alive, it starts functioning. So I say, okay, we have to find a little slot, a small slot of land, and then we make it, build it, or we buy something and we convert it, and we keep then using it. If I change my mindset, I said, it doesn't matter whether I am going to see it or not. My job is that I put all my energy in buying a very big land. Either we can build it when I'm alive, or at least the people who come after me, they can build it. But if I don't buy a big land, then after 20, 30 years, there is no big land available. then our community has to suffer forever. You know, so sometimes it's better that we make it clear for ourselves, it doesn't matter whether I'm going to see the fruits or I'm not going to see the fruits. We have this story in, uh, you know, Farsi literature, 
that a young person saw an old farmer planting walnut trees. And walnut tree bears fruits after many years. You know, first year, second year, normally doesn't bear fruits. Of course, now there are some types that bring fruit quickly. But most of the time, no. So this young person said, you are an old man. And you are not going to see the fruits of these trees. Why you are planting these trees? And he said, دیگران کاشتن دو ما خوردیم ما میکاریم و دیگران میکاریم Our fathers and sisters planted these walnuts so now we use we plant something that then people in future can use yeah so this is the way a community can grow but if everyone says you know I should do something that you know when I am alive like you know I can see it's functioning then we do only little little things a small, a small thing. So you have to be patient. You have to take your time. You have to be patient. Give enough time. Not more, nor less. Qala ta'ala khuliqal insanu min ajal. Man is created from impatience. means with impatience. وَكَانَ الْإِنسَانُ عَجُولًا خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ مِنْ عَجَالِ سورة أنبياء verse 37 كَانَ الْإِنسَانُ عَجُولًا سورة إسراء Also Allah said to Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وَلَا تَعْجَلْ بِالْقُرْآنِ مِنْ قَبْلَ أَنْ يُقْضَى إِلَيْكَ وَحْيُو سورة طاها verse 114 لا تعجل بالقرآن من قبل أن يقضى إليك وحيو before the revelation finishes don't rush in reciting so according to one interpretation it means that wait till the whole passage is revealed then start reading for people and some people also say that another, another interpretation that because Rasulullah had received the entire Quran together at one you know, incident. So he knew the verses of the Quran. So sometime before the revelation was completed, he was passionate to read it for people. Anyway, what is, whatever is the interpretation, the Quran says even when it comes to reading or reciting the Quran, you have to be patient. You shouldn't rush. وَهَذَا لِأَنَّ الْأَعْمَالِ يَنْبَغِي أَنْ تَكُونَ بَعْدَ الْبَصِيرَةِ وَالْمَعْرِفَةِ Why we say agile or impatience is bad? Because actions should be after basira, after having insight, والمعرفة, knowledge. وَالْبَصِيرَةُ تَحْتَاجُ إِلَى تَعَمُّلُ وَمُهْلَةُ If you want to have good understanding and insight about something, you need to reflect, you need to contemplate. You cannot rush. You know, nowadays, if you see 
when people want to sell you something, they try to rush you. I think I told you once, you know, a uh, you know, person was trying to sell me, you know, line, you know, mobile line, you know, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, our function, this offer is only for you and, you know, 24 hours, you know, you have to. <laughs> and I, I was telling him, I don't want this, you know, or I'm going to ask, you know, our technician said, no, it's only up to, you know, this, for example, end of today. They want to rush you. When you go to, for example, you know, uh, market, you know, sometimes you see the shopkeeper, you know, they try to say many different things and then ask you to make a decision quickly. Yes, so because they know that when you are rushed, you may make mistake. But when you take your time, you think, you take advice, then you can make a good decision. Of course, I should say also that there is also another thing. <coughs> Don't waste too much time in bazaar, in market. You know, some, because sometimes some people uh, take too much time when they go to bazaar. They spend hours and then they buy 20 pounds, you know, something. Your time is more important. Yeah? So you have to find the balance. البصيره تحتاج الى تامل ومهله والعجله تمنع من ذلك but to rush would not let you to think and to ponder فاند الاستعجال يروج الشيطان شره من حيث لا يدري when you rush in this process shaitan promotes and decorates the bad side, and you don't notice. You know, for example, people who accept sometimes bribery or, you know, do illegal things, many times it's because they rush. If they think about this and what is going to happen and the consequences, many times they don't do it. But when you rush, shaitan get into it and you accept. روية أنه لما ولد إيسا عليه السلام، when Jesus was born، أتت الشياطين إبليس. إبليس is the main شيطان، yeah، and for إبليس we normally don't have plural because that's the main شيطان. but when you say الشيطان، then you can have also plural الشياطين، شياطين الجن، شياطين الإنس، yeah. so when Jesus was born, Satan's went to Iblis, to the main one. فقالت, they said, Shayatin said, أصبحت الأصنام قد نكست رؤوسها or نكست رؤوسها. The idols now have Turn down. Fallen down. Qala huna hadisun qad hadatha. Iblis said something must have happened. If the idols now have fallen, 
something must have happened. Makanakum, wait here. Okay? So it shows that Shaitan himself has some schemes or you know some resources that the people who work for him don't have. So I said, wait, I am going to find out myself. Fatar. He flew. He went from one side of the earth to the other side of the earth quickly because, you know, jinn can travel quickly. And he didn't find anything except He realized that Isa is born. So, he realized that this must be the reason. He realized that Isa is born and angels are gathering around Isa. <coughs> he went back to Shayateen and said, said, A prophet is born last night. Ma hamilat unsa katu, wala wazaat illa wa ana behavrataha illa hada. In my translation, you know, the way, of course, I explain. He said, I don't know what happened. No woman becomes pregnant or delivers unless I am there. <laughs> this one, I don't know why I was not aware. So it tries, you know, we have this ashrikum. So shaitan is always there, especially when something important like, you know, having a baby is going to happen. Shaitan tries to be there to see if there is any opportunity to do something. But I, said, I don't know why this one, I didn't know. Ma hamilat unsa qattu. Means no woman has became, become pregnant or delivered. Unless I was there. So, Shaitan said, from tonight, you have to be dispersed. That idols are going to be worshipped but I suggest something still we have a solution <coughs> even with Jesus we can do something go to the children of Adam and try to Attack them with ajala by being impatient and rush and khifa. Khifa means not to act in a dignified way. It's very quick. Quick and without, you know, without uh, dignity and integrity and firmness. Like magic. Pardon? Like magic, they magic? Quick. No, no. Khifa means 
you, you are not firm. You are not acting with dignity and you know with firmness. Yes. When Jesus or the other prophet they come into world, the angel normally surrounds them. Yeah. And so they are protected from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. When a common people like us come into this world, we are not protected. We are also protected. Up to what limit? You know the. The ayah says, And under this hadith say, every child has some angels to protect. So it's not kind of jab. But it's not that you are 100% protected. Still, there can be some catastrophe. But many of the problems are kept away from us. And the problems are there, is that because of our parents? Because they were ignorant about few of the protections which they could have done before? No, it can be parents, it can be other people, it can be, you know, environment, it can be this person's future. Sometimes your future actions define the way Allah treats you in the childhood. Mm. <coughs> you know? This is something new. Yes, this is something very important and we can understand this from Dua'i Nutbah, from Ziyarat of Lady Fatima, that sometimes, based on what you are going to do in future, in Aqaid, maybe we discuss, based on what you are going to do in future, Allah starts treating you in a special way, even from birth. Can we smell something? Sharatta because you knew that they are going to keep this condition, you brought them nearer to you. Okay? So it's possible that Allah, because He knows that in future you are going to be a good person, even from childhood, He does a special preparations for you. Especially if you are going to be a leader, a guide for people. And then if you have something, you know, not good in your childhood, it's going to affect people. So Allah will protect you from those things, even in childhood. No, that is from Khafiyah. This is Khafif. This is Khafma. Lightness? Yes, lightness in the sense of not being firm. Yeah. yeah, you know one of the problems with haram music is that it causes khifa. You know, Pe people then can play with you easily. They can manipulate your emotions. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is this protection extended to the children being born in households of non-Muslims or non-believers? Yes. Yes. It Okay, the next one, this is the last one. وَمِنْ أَبْوَابِهِ الْعَظِيمَةِ الدَّرَاهِمُ وَالدَّنَانِيرُ وَصَائِرُ أَسْنَافِ الْأَمْوَالِ Another wide and large gate for shaitan to enter is to have money. Golden coins, silver coins, and other types of money. Furniture, Dawab, like horses, camels, donkeys nowadays, you know, cars, motorcycles, planes, you know, 
والعقاب assets عقاب means like house land properties وكل ما يزيد على قدر القوت والحاجة فهو مستقر الشيطان whatever you have extra to what you need is where shaitan comes and settles so the basic things that you need that's okay when you have more shaitan becomes more greedy then he makes a, a explanation he says if you have enough your heart is, you know, free. You are not always busy and thinking, you know, what I'm going to do with this, you know. But if you suppose, then find. For example, someone comes and gives you, or, you know, in anyway, they give you a gift, or you find 100 dinar, golden coin. Now you cannot have normal life. <laughs> With this hundred dinar, maybe I can, for example, buy something and then sell it two hundred dinar. Then I, you know, buy with that, you know, something else and sell it three hundred dinar. Maybe with this, you know, I can travel and do this and this. So, so many different ideas come to your mind that to satisfy all those things, then you need thousands of dinars. You know, so sometimes, you know, people, for example, who won lottery or this type of, their life is totally destroyed because they had normal life. Now they don't know what to do with this money. And also many people expect from them, you know, money. So it's uh, not necessarily a good thing to have extra. Yes. It's one hadith from Amir al-Mumin to Muhammad al-Hamdiyya. Yes. That uh, I'm scared for you for uh, poverty. Because poverty brings, uh, <coughs> takes away the religion. How will we explain this? Yeah, we, 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 we don't uh, like poverty, but we say to have enough. Moderation? No, to, you know, to have sufficient <coughs> you know, funds and risk is very good. To have extra might be good, but not for everyone. When you have extra, then it brings lots of challenges. Some people are, mashallah, very strong in Iman. Even if they have billions of pounds, they are very humble, very mu'min, salat, everything is okay. But many people, when they have more than enough, problems start. You know, and you know, sometimes actually you see people who are very rich, they are more miserly than people who are less rich. If you look at the people who give charity, sometimes you find people who are not that much rich, they give more charity than people who are rich. So we are not against money or we are not encouraging poverty, but we say, if you have too much or extra, then be careful because shaitan can come and use this and say, you have to add to this. 
you have to do extra, you have to, you know, things like this. Okay. Uh, then there is a hadith about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I say it quickly and we finish this part. Sabit says, Lama Bu'ithan Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Rasulullah was raised as a prophet, was appointed, Iblis said to his uh, satans, something has happened. Try to go and find out what has happened. They went and came back and said, we don't know what has happened. So he said, okay, I go myself. Again. <laughs> I am going to find out. <laughs> we went and came back and said, When they realized that Prophet has been sent as a prophet so he kept sending uh, his satans to the companions of the prophet to <laughs> deceive them <laughs> but they used to return and say you know we are disappointed disappointed why they said <laughs> We have not seen such people. We managed to affect them, but then they stand up for prayer and everything is finished. Shaitan, the main shaitan said, Don't worry, wait. Maybe Allah makes them rich, opens for them dunya, then that's the time <coughs> that when these people become rich, then that's the time that you can get from them what you want. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us stand against shaitan and his temptations and his plots and to be able to be together under the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and under the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.